0: Universe, an exploration of all things teen mum, sprinkled with a bit of British flavour. I'm your host, Lucy B. Hello guys, and welcome to episode two of my podcast, Teen Mum Universe. I hope you've all had a wonderful week and are ready to delve into some good old teen mum fun. So today, I've decided to look at Chelsea's 16, I'm pregnant. Ooh, Chelsea, thoughts on Chelsea, okay. I used to love Chelsea in the early seasons, and after watching The 16 and Pregnant, which I've not watched for a while, I love her even more. She's so fun, she's so like normal and down to earth and ready to have a good time. And then something happened circa 2015, let's say, where Chelsea started to merge into the Chelsea that she is today, which is like the super robot, can't crack a smile or a frown, due to too much Botox, super in love with Cole, baby voice Chelsea, and it's a shame, don't get me wrong, I think Chelsea seems really happy with where she is in her life now and she's got her various different collections that she's working on, she's working on Aubrey Says which is the inexplicable name of her home goods collection her diaper bags that she's doing, and her clothing collection, and her beautiful children. So, and I'm sure she's very, very happy. But God, I totally miss the fun Chelsea that we used to know in the old days of teen mum and 16 and pregnant. Chelsea and Cole just, of course, had their fourth child as well. Chelsea's fourth child, Cole's third biological child, Walker June. I've seen a lot of criticism of that, of that name. I actually really like it. I think it's really unusual and a bit different, and I definitely prefer it to Lane Etty, their other daughter, which I think is a bizarre name. And yeah, I think it's nice. Watson and Walker, it's nice. It works. Good luck to them. Have a great childhood, Walker June. Anyway, without further ado, let's dive into Chelsea's episode of 16 and Pregnant. And Chelsea. I live in Vermilion, South Dakota, and I'm really close with both my parents. But since they got divorced a few years ago, I mostly live with my dad because I'm total daddy's girl. Our first shot of Chelsea is her dancing around in her bright pink colored bedroom. And I've written straight away, I love her. There's then a shot of her shoving marshmallows in her mouth and giggling. And we're then of course introduced to Randy. We get a shot of Chelsea in Randy's kitchen. And she says will you help me make this i've been wanting it all day and randy says squash so at first when i first saw that episode at first glance i thought it was just like a bottle of squash i don't know if you have that in the states but like a bottle of cordial but then i saw that she's holding an actual fruit which i guess is a squash and they're gonna juice it or something so that seems healthy that sounded sarcastic but that does actually seem like a really healthy thing to do next up My dad really gets me, except when it comes to my boyfriend, Adam. We then meet Adam. The first shot of him is him spinning around in some sort of four-wheeler, which is really ominous because we know he's such a great driver now and definitely hasn't spent time in prison for driving-related offences. We're then back in Chelsea's kitchen and Chelsea's talking to Randy. Chelsea, while she says this, by the way, is beaming smiling, massive smile. Dad, uh, Adam like changed his Facebook status and now it says I wish Chelsea wasn't such a whore and didn't want all my friends and just wanted me. To which Randy is of course disgusted, throws his hand in the air and kind of says well we're done with him then aren't we? The thing is while Chelsea says this she seems really pleased about it and it's kind of the start of our realisation of how destructive and abusive this relationship is. I feel like Chelsea there is almost weirdly happy that Adam has even written a status about her, regardless of the fact as to what it says in the status and that it calls her a whore and is really says really demeaning things about her. But it seems like she's really happy and that she just loves talking about Adam. She then, over voiceover, says, With me and Adam, there's always drama. He usually has a problem with whatever I do and whoever I do it with. Okay, again, slight red flag that Adam might be a tiny, teeny bit abusive. We get a shot of Adam and Chelsea, and she asks Adam if he's going to Jack's party tonight, and that she'll probably go, if that's all right. Adam's like, I don't know about that. He doesn't want her going unless he's going. Oh, God, Adam is the worst. We've been watching, I'm like two minutes into the episode at this point, and I already can't stand him. I think he's probably worse than Andrew from last week. I know, big claim, but at least Andrew buggered off and didn't interfere. Adam's always there, in and out, pulling her back in. Awful. No matter how much drama we may have, he's in my life for good now because I'm pregnant shot of chelsea's pregnant belly they always do that reveal as if it's a huge surprise like oh my god i didn't expect her to be pregnant but we're watching a show called 16 and pregnant so i'm not sure they've quite thought that through okay that's the introduction done episode properly begins 28 weeks pregnant chelsea says she was a junior when she first got pregnant and now she's going back to senior year she's looking super pregnant she knows she's having a girl and she's going to call it aubrey We're then in Chelsea's bright pink room complete with zebra printed cushion which I've written I actually prefer this to her current decor now which is all neutral and beiges and greys and devoid of any personality much like Chelsea herself now. Megan is there and she asks if she thinks everyone will be shocked with how big Chelsea is and Chelsea says everyone knows anyway. They talk about giving birth and Chelsea says she doesn't want to poop while she pushes out Aubrey and they both laugh. And apparently Chelsea even asked her doctor about it, whether or not she would poop, which I thought was really sweet. Also, apparently that's normal to help to have poop when you're pushing out a baby. There's also a cute little dog at the end of the bed, which pops up various times throughout the episode. Chelsea says, talking to Megan about being pregnant is easy, but telling my dad about it was one of the hardest things ever. Chelsea's then sat in her kitchen with Randy. Chelsea sat on the kitchen surfaces, which when I used to attempt to sit on the kitchen surfaces in my house, I would get in so much trouble and my mum would say surfaces are for glasses, not for arses. And I would get told off and have to sit on a chair. But that's by the by. Randy reveals that it was actually Chelsea's mum who told him she was pregnant. She called him up and said, we've got a problem. And Randy guessed what it was. Randy says he was disappointed, but there was no use flying off the handle about it. And then Chelsea says, well, exactly, it's not a choice for us to undo it. That's the only mention of abortion in the whole episode, just that it's not a choice for them to do it. Which, fair enough, again, but, like, brushing over these things so quickly. Randy says they didn't consider adoption either, because they've got a strong enough family that they could always take care of the baby, even if Chelsea wasn't in the picture, which is a fair point. I do like Randy. I know he spoils her but he loves her and he's a good dad and I think he was a huge emotional support for Chelsea particularly before Chelsea met Cole and I just think Randy must have been pulling his hair out over that Adam situation because I can't imagine having someone like that in your life because he's just awful. Chelsea tells Randy that as the doctor was telling her she was pregnant Adam was texting her breaking up with her and telling her to get an abortion. She then says the next day he completely switched. He's just being really nice and, like, happy. Maybe this is going to be good. Maybe this is going to fix everything. Maybe it's going to turn out fine. Oh, Chelsea, if only you knew. Chelsea says, my dad's not going to take my word for it. He wants to talk to Adam himself. And then it's all very dramatic. Chelsea and Adam are sat at the kitchen counter and Randy wants to talk to Adam. So Chelsea gives Adam a little squeeze on the shoulder and leaves the kitchen. Adam tells Randy, you know, I know know the score. I know it's time to get serious and grow up. And Randy says that some of the things he said in the past leads him to believe he couldn't give a hoot about the baby. Adam says when the baby's born, he plans to stay there all the time. And Randy's like, um, no, I don't think so. Randy's got like a huge smile. He cannot hide his laughter. And he knows that punk is not going to be living at his house. Randy says, odds are you won't be moving in. <laughs> well put, Randy. Adam goes up to Chelsea's room and tells her what Randy said. Adam said that Randy told him he needed to grow up. And Chelsea kind of interjects here and says, yeah, and maybe like you shouldn't get mad so easy. And Adam immediately turns it on her. So then Chelsea has to backtrack the hell out of that situation and be like, yeah, no, I know. I know both of us shouldn't get mad. It's like, no, Chelsea hasn't done anything wrong in this relationship. Chelsea, while sat with a pregnant belly on her bed in her pink bedroom with Adam, then has to clarify, so we're together, we're serious which is not great, Chelsea, if you have to check and clarify that to your boyfriend while you're like six months pregnant that you're together and serious. Chelsea says, my dad tossed the ball to Adam and he's running with it. Things are better than ever. We get shots of them looking actually really happy together. And at this point, I do feel bad for Chelsea because I know she gets so much stick from everyone around her for keep going back to Adam. But I feel like I can understand that if she was one as happy with him, she's just desperately trying to get that feeling back. I get it. We've all been 18 and in love with a dickhead. Like, it happens. Chelsea says, we've never been so in sync. I just hope it lasts. 30 weeks pregnant. Chelsea tells us she's been having early contractions, so she's been going in for ultrasounds every week. Adam can't come today, so I invited Megan and my mum instead. Chelsea tells us she's been having Braxton Hicks contractions and that she's a fingertip dilated, to which Megan in the ultrasound room holds up her pinky and asks if her vagina's always open that much and laughs. Chelsea's like, yeah, I guess, and they both giggle. And I just really love the dynamic between Megan and Chelsea here. And I just can't imagine her having that sort of dynamic with a female friend nowadays, which I think is sad. I've also written that Megan and Chelsea are both in sweatpants here. And Chelsea's in a pink tie-dye t-shirt, which I absolutely love, like I'm living for the sweatpants and tie-dye, that's pretty much my entire wardrobe. The ultrasound lady puts the gel on Chelsea's belly and it makes like a squelchy sound and Megan bursts out laughing while sat in the corner texting on her flip phone. Mary arrives to the scan and she looks so much younger, I mean I know it's like 12 years ago so she's gonna look so much younger, but yeah that was weird to see Mary like that they all look at the scan and say it's cute and it's a lovely scene, everyone's having a good time. Then the doctor checks Chelsea's cervix to check everything's okay because she's been having so many contractions and we find out that Chelsea is now one centimeter dilated or in other words, in Megan language, two pinkies dilated. We get an outside shot of Chelsea's house, which is so big. Chelsea grew up privileged, we can see that. And I think it shows in how sort of settled Chelsea's life is now because she's always had the fallback of Randy and his money to look after her if she was ever in trouble. She's never really had to work. I know she worked in a tallying salon for like a hot minute there but yeah she's never had to work. She's been able to dedicate her time to Aubrey and to bettering herself and to finding a partner etc and yeah I don't really know what I'm trying to say there but I just think that it should be mentioned that yeah Chelsea financially is a lot more better off than some of the other girls and has had things a lot easier financially. Chelsea is then back in her pink bedroom with Laura. I didn't realize Laura was sort of in there that early. Is she the prison guard that had sex with the inmate? Someone tell me, fill me in. I'm pretty sure, for those of you who don't know, one of Chelsea's friends, was a prison guard and had an affair with an inmate, and I'm pretty sure it was Laura. Anyway, Laura and Chelsea are deciding what to bring Aubrey home, and they pick out an outfit and try it out on the poor unsuspecting dog. I hope this dog's still okay. I don't know if Randy still has this dog. I've written Chelsea's generally good with pets, so I'm not too concerned about the dog chelsea says take a picture of me with the dog and tell everyone i had my baby it's just funny she's really funny and fun and i think i would like to be her friend this version of chelsea although i don't think i would have been her friend because she's definitely really popular at high school and she would have bullied the hell out of me because i was not popular at high school chelsea says over voiceover while i was spending my free time getting ready for the baby adam was spending his free time working on his car but tonight he's supposed to meet me for one of the last parties of the summer The only problem is, I can't reach him. Chelsea is at her kitchen counter with Megan and someone else, Brittany, I think she's called. It's hard to tell. All her friends look the same. They're all a bit orange and they've all got poker straight, brunette hair with the sweeping fringe and all exceptionally pretty. They're all there and Chelsea's trying to get hold of Adam to see if he's going to come to the party, but she can't get hold of him. Chelsea tells Laura and Brittany that she thinks she's going to go anyway, even if Adam doesn't come and... Her friends are like, yeah, you're definitely going. Chelsea says she's scared. She doesn't want to make Adam angry, which, oh my God, this relationship is so bad. She's an abuse victim. Like, it's a very serious situation and I feel so bad for her and it's even more sad knowing that she doesn't get out of that situation for another, like, four or five years at this point. Chelsea calls Adam again and he finally answers. Her friends tell her to ask how long he'll be and Chelsea is just like, so will you try and hurry and get here not too late? And he's like, Yeah, sure, cool. That's it. Chelsea and her friends get ready and use all the bronzer and liquid eyeliner in the whole world to go to their party. They look cute. Chelsea's wearing little ripped flared jeans and a like a rocker long sleeve tee, which is. Quite a far cry from, like, the leopard print Chelsea circus season's, I don't know, two and three of Team Mum. But she looks nice. She looks cute. Her hair's done nice. Her friends look nice. Off they go to their party. So they arrive at the party. I use quotation marks here. It seems to be more like a group of boys sat in a circle in someone's living room with no music and no talking and no socializing but the girls arrive and then a little bit later some more girls arrive and it seems to liven up a bit they all sit on the sofa drinking cans of coke it's pretty wild chelsea then lets her friend kylan feel the baby kicking kylan has a justin Bieber hair sweep and is never seen again in this episode or ever so they're at the party chelsea seems to be having a good time she seems pretty relaxed everyone's having fun when adam arrives with a face like thunder chelsea says hi to him but he completely ignores her a little bit later chelsea and adam at the party chelsea asks adam if he's mad and adam replies yeah why wouldn't i be question why would you be Why are you angry, Adam? She's not doing anything wrong. She's gone to a party. You didn't clarify with her whether you would meet her or not, so she just went anyway with her friends. Chelsea then apologises. Adam says he's going to be mad at her all night and refuses to give her a kiss. He is awful. He is legitimately behaving in a way that is super damaging to this girl's psyche. Like, he's so bad. He... Consistently showing us that he messes up and does things wrong and treats her terribly, he then somehow manages to turn it on her and get her to apologise. Like, oh, I feel for her so much and I'm not in any way blaming her because Adam I think is an absolute pro at what he does and is a master manipulator, but I just feel bad for her and I'm glad, even though Cole is really annoying and sort of a dick in his own way, I'm glad that she's found him because he's a good father and a good husband and Lord knows she deserves that after spending four or five years with Adam, treating her like an absolute piece of crap. We get a voiceover from Chelsea while she's still at the party. Making me feel alone in a room full of people is not what I need from my boyfriend. And I've just wrote eek because no, it's not girl. Get out, run away, run away, never come back. And I'm storms out of the party and we then see Chelsea crying on the sofa with her poor friend trying to comfort her. Chelsea asks her friend, why does he have to ruin everything I do? And her friend doesn't know what to say. Adam then comes back and he's completely fine now. He's flipped the switch like a master manipulator abuser. They kiss and make up as if nothing ever happened. After the party, Chelsea, Megan, and Brittany sit in Chelsea's pink bedroom and talk about what else? Adam! Chelsea says they've been together a year and a half off and on, but that he wasn't like this at the beginning. And then I wrote here, why do teenagers stay together for this long? When I was Chelsea's age here, my longest relationship had been like two weeks, I think. We went to the fair together, he cried, I broke up with him, and then we had to awkwardly coexist in the same English class at school. Like, it's not, I don't know what these year and a half, two year relationships are between teenagers, because of course it's not going to work, because of course at 16, 17, 18, you're not ready to be... A stable partner to someone else and you're not even ready to look after yourself and i'm always flabbergasted at people who have been together since they were like 15 16 and i'm not knocking them i think it's very commendable but i just don't know how they do it chelsea says he wasn't like this at the beginning and it just makes me wonder why she didn't just bang him for a little bit get what she needed from him and then run away as soon as he turned horrible i do know why she didn't run away it's because she's an abuse victim but i wish that she had run away Chelsea says the reason she keeps going back to Adam is because she wants it to work and that she goes back to him no matter what he does, which made me think, what has he done in the past? That she's like, no matter what he does, I'll go back to him. I want to know. Like, I feel like this was never really touched on. I know he cheats on her, but yeah, I want to know what exactly he has done to her. Chelsea says now she's pregnant, she wants it to work out even more. Brittany says that he said so many horrible things and Chelsea says it was probably her fault for making him mad though because she's a victim of abuse i feel so bad for her this is textbook abuser and abuse victim chelsea says she hopes he might change when he sees his baby her friend says at some point she's going to have to stop going back to him do you know when that point is Chelsea says she doesn't know. Girl, it's in 2013. Chelsea says, as of right now, we're still together and we're spending our last Saturday of summer fishing with our friends. The friends are on some sort of pier, some sort of bridge fishing, and they talk about Chelsea starting senior year. Chelsea says she's sad because she won't get to do a lot of stuff. And Adam, really passive-aggressively, says, do you wish you weren't pregnant so you could do all the stuff? Which I feel like there's an undertone here that he in the past has been like, get an abortion, don't be pregnant, then you can do all this stuff. And now the minute she's brought it up, he's like, yeah, see, you should have got an abortion, you shouldn't have stayed pregnant. Chelsea says, no, that's not it. And he says, then why are you sad? And Chelsea looks like a rabbit caught in the headlight because he has once again turned this conversation completely on Chelsea. Chelsea. And so her friend Brittany comes to her rescue. Adam, like a dick, says he can still go out and party. And I wrote, what does she see in him? Immediately after I wrote, what does she see in him? We then got a shot of Adam and a male friend picking up giant rocks and throwing them in the water and laughing. And I then wrote again, what does she see in him? Chelsea says, I'm glad Adam and I are being kids while we still can, but there's a lot to figure out before the baby comes. Randy and Chelsea are in the kitchen, and Randy tells Chelsea he wants her to graduate with the rest of the class, that's all he wants from her. He asks her what she's going to do if people talk about her behind her back, and Chelsea says she'll just yell at them. Randy's like, no, but you can't change it, so walk with your head held high. And I thought, that's a really nice thing for Randy to say. It also made me think that it's so shit that Adam doesn't have to deal with this, and Chelsea does, because she's the one carrying the baby. But Chelsea, not to fear, is like, oh, I'm not worried at all about going back to school, probably because she's so popular. 35 weeks pregnant. It's Chelsea's first day back at Vermilion High School. We get an animation of Chelsea, which I noticed the drawing style looked very similar to Cole's tattoo that he has tattooed on his arm. Chelsea says when she used to think about senior year, she never thought she'd be pregnant and not be able to sit at her desk. So then they have a shot of her in her classroom, her maths teacher, Miss Chapman, is really fit, by the way. And Chelsea is sat on like an exercise inflatable gym ball, just like casually bouncing in the middle of the maths class. Miss Chapman, the fit maths teacher, is talking and Chelsea is blatantly talking over to her friend about what she's going to call the baby and if she's ready for the baby. We then get a voiceover. I suddenly feel like I'm having contractions. I'm trying to focus on maths class since they're probably just practice, but they seem to be getting worse. Miss Chapman realises that Chelsea is not concentrating in any way and looks absolutely exasperated. And it makes me think that Chelsea has probably never been the best student. And especially now she's pregnant. Chelsea just says, I can't concentrate. I don't want to do this anymore. To her teacher. How is she not in huge trouble for talking to her teacher like that? I also was wondering why people in the States have to study maths until they're 18 because we only have to study it till you're 16 and then 16, 17, 18 you get to pick like four subjects that you're actually interested in and just study them and not study anything else and I feel like maybe that's a better model because I feel like forcing people to study maths up until the age of 18 when they have no interest in it is just a bit pointless and mm, setting people up for failure. Chelsea says something doesn't feel right and I need to get out of here. So Laura and Chelsea go to the school nurse who thinks Chelsea's in labor. This bit then flies by really quickly. Chelsea says she goes to the hospital, her labor flies by and it's time to push but she's five weeks early so Chelsea is terrified. We then get footage of Chelsea actually pushing Aubrey out, possibly pooping or possibly not. Chelsea's handling this labour really well, it looks like. She's been really quiet, there's no screaming or crying. She's just really, like, focused on getting this baby out and I was really impressed. Aubrey's then born, yay! Aubrey is so tiny and it's really quiet and there's just something a little bit spooky about a baby being born and not crying. The doctor says that Aubrey has an immature nervous system and then we hear kind of off camera two people, I think it's probably uh, Mary and Chelsea's sister, say the doctors are concerned but they don't want to say anything in front of Chelsea. The scene then goes black as if someone's died and we get this like, beep, 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 beep. And Aubrey's name comes up across the screen and it says born five weeks early. So dramatic one day old. Even though Aubrey was born five weeks early and the doctors were really worried at first, it seems like she's going to be okay. Chelsea and Adam sit on the bed with Aubrey and she's so cute. She's so small and pretty and oh I love her. I want to squeeze her. The doctor says that Aubrey's going to struggle with nursing at the moment because she's premature and that also she's going to struggle with regulating her temperature and we get a shot of Aubrey who is probably about as big as my hand and Chelsea is already stuck. A bright pink bow to her head, which I am here for all the way. I think that's amazing. She's so cute. We then get a shot of Chelsea using the breast pump on Adam and laughing. I've written, Chelsea has clipped her fringe back here and looks really pretty. I don't think these like swooping side fringes, which we all had in 2009, were very flattering for anyone at all. Thank God that trend has gone out the window. Okay, still in the hospital. All the family are sat around the bed, everyone's happy, Aubrey is getting stronger. Adam even asked if she could take his last name. I couldn't believe it. Three days old. So because she was premature, Aubrey isn't allowed to go home, but Chelsea's being discharged and Chelsea, of course, doesn't want to leave. This must be so hard. Imagine you've had that baby inside you for nine months and then you've gone through this somewhat traumatic labour and birth and the baby's finally getting stronger and you have to leave without her. I really, really feel for Chelsea there. Chelsea says that her and Adam are going to stay at her mum's house for a week so that they can be close to the hospital and go and visit Aubrey. The next day, when I woke up the next morning, I couldn't wait to get back to Aubrey, but Adam doesn't want to go. He says to her, I don't see why we can't stay here for a couple more hours and sleep. Because your daughter's in the hospital, Adam. What is wrong with you? Adam doesn't go with her, of course, cause he's the worst. So Chelsea's mom drives Chelsea to the hospital alone. And apparently Adam is meant to be meeting them there later. Chelsea tries to call Adam, but he doesn't answer. And of course, doesn't turn up to the hospital. Eight days old when we finally get a shot of Adam and Chelsea going to see Aubrey together. Adam tries to feed Aubrey and does a really bad job at it and has no paternal instincts whatsoever. Chelsea says to Adam, in a kind of jokey way, Oh, you can go and work on your stupid car now. And Adam says, don't call it stupid. I wouldn't call her stupid. What? So Adam's now comparing his newborn baby daughter to a car. My God. Someone kick him in the balls for me. He's been, he's had a vasectomy now, in the present day, so that's good, thank God. A super skinny and scrawny and unattractive Adam then leaves the hospital to go and work on his car with his friend, so leaves Chelsea alone at the hospital with little Aubrey. Chelsea says if he doesn't come back by the time Aubrey's been discharged, she doesn't know she'll be able to forgive him. Everyone else is there, Mary, Megan, Randy comes in with a leopard print diaper bag, which is style goals, and Adam, of course, doesn't come. Chelsea's staying at her mum's for the first week so that Mary can teach her how to look after the baby. We then get a shot of Mary and Chelsea bathing Aubrey, and it's so cute. We get the classic line that we hear in every single 16 and pregnant. I'm starting to realise just how much there is to learn about being a mum. Then Adam finally comes over. They're sat on the bed. Chelsea's trying to engage with him, and he's completely uninterested until Chelsea gets her boob out to try and breastfeed the baby, and Adam magically perks up there once there's a breast a show. Chelsea wants Adam to stay at home, of course, because it's Aubrey's first night, but Adam says no, he's so infuriating. He then starts twiddling her hair in a really manipulative way, and is like, oh, can't your mum just stay here and look after her? And I'm like, get away from her now. Step back from the hair twiddling. He's so manipulative. Chelsea says no, she's gonna stay there because it's her first night home. Adam then mocks her and asks so my god i have nothing nice to say about adam i'm so sorry i'm sure his mom loves him but jesus he is a bad egg we then get chelsea's voice over adam promised to step up now aubrey's here but it seems like he's stepping out i wrote here i wonder who's worse as in in 2021 i wonder who's worse right now adam or ryan Cause Ryan, we get to see, we get to see what a mess he is, but Adam, cause the lens don't film anymore. We don't really know what's going on with him, but I'm guessing he's equally in a bad place. Hopefully he's not, but I don't wanna hold my breath there. Three weeks old, after a week at my mom's, I'm ready to come back to my dad's and try to get back to normal life. Chelsea's at her dad's house and we see her looking after Aubrey. Chelsea looks super happy, super maternal and the complete opposite of someone say like Amber or Janelle who have no maternal instincts whatsoever. Chelsea and Randy chat in and Randy says that Chelsea could paint Aubrey's teeny tiny little toenails and they both laugh and I've just written everyone in Chelsea's life is so nice apart from Adam. Like I wonder what her happiness levels would be like if Adam would have been out at this point and just not around her and left Chelsea to be happy with her baby and her mum and her dad and her sisters and her friends but he didn't do that. We then see Chelsea taking care of Aubrey in her bathroom. And I realized that not only is Chelsea's bedroom bright pink, but the bathroom is bright pink. And when I say pink, I don't mean like a soft pink pastel. It's like luminous, bright pink, block colors painted all over the walls with nothing on there to break up the pattern or kind of give your eyes a rest. And I'm just here for it. I love Chelsea's pink bathroom and pink bedroom. Chelsea says, nothing about my life is normal anymore, the baby stays up all night, we get the classic nighttime montage you all know and love that is in every single 16 and pregnant episode. It seems like I'm never going to get a break, especially because Adam is never around. We then see Chelsea asleep on the sofa with a leopard print cushion and Adam texts her to say he can't come over today because he has stuff to do. Chelsea replies to her, your, spelt you are, her father, you, spelt you, should be here. Were people still texting like that in 2009? I don't know, apparently. She storms upstairs and tells Randy, you should make me more coffee, you're really bugging me. And Randy just sits in a leopard print chair and just chuckles to himself like, kids, what are you going to do? Chelsea says she can't even think about going back to school and to be honest she's not sure she even cares. We get a shot of Aubrey crying with cute little jeans on and a headband on. Chelsea is taking Aubrey to the doctors because the doctor thinks Aubrey could have RSV which is an infection premature babies can get. I wrote here I bet Adam won't come with her to the doctors and then straight after that I wrote I'm right he doesn't come of course Adam doesn't come. So we have Chelsea and Aubrey in the doctor's office alone. Chelsea like drives... Herself there with the baby seat and everything. And I was really impressed because I feel like Chelsea is so codependent in some ways, but then in other ways, she just sort of gets up and goes and is really independent. The doctor's checking over Aubrey and Chelsea's phone rings. So Chelsea, of course, denies the phone call and says, Oh, I'm really sorry, doctor. I'll get that phone call later. Ha ha, kidding. No, she doesn't. She answers the phone call while the doctor's trying to listen to Aubrey's chest. And of course, it's Adam. He says he's probably not going to come to the doctor's appointment. And Chelsea's like, yeah, no shit. You're not going to come to the doctor's appointment because I'm at the doctor's appointment now. Then he calls her dumb and hangs up. The doctor says Aubrey's okay, which is great, but if it gets worse, then she will need to come back to the hospital, so they should just, I guess, keep an eye on Aubrey. Chelsea goes back to her mum's, and her mum and her sister is there, and we get a little glimpse of baby Brayley, which is Chelsea's niece, who her sister did not have as a teen mum. Chelsea will be adamant to let you know she had her when she was 20. Adam is coming over to meet her and Chelsea tells her mum and sister that she's scared. Oh my God, someone put her in a bag and shake her up, please. Adam pulls into the drive and Chelsea's face immediately lights up. She's also so blatantly done her hair and makeup and like put a cute little outfit on in anticipation for Adam coming over. Adam and Chelsea go into the bedroom, not pink this time because we're at Chelsea's mum's house, to talk. Chelsea just says that she really needed his help the other day and why didn't he come? And Adam says, Looks like you did fine, she ain't dead or nothing. Jesus! Chelsea doesn't even react to this, she just sits there. Adam then, again, spins it on Chelsea. She says that her texting him the whole time is just rude. Chelsea asks Adam what he wants, and he says, I want you to stop being annoying. Thank you, Adam, for that tangible relationship goal that I can now work towards. Ugh! Chelsea says she wants Adam to give up hunting or doing up his car so he can be around and help Aubrey. Adam then says, oh, you want me to take her so you can go out partying? He's so manipulative. No, she's not saying she wants you to take the baby so she can go out partying. She's saying she wants you to be there with her and the baby so you can look after the baby together. feel like adam thinks he's being so clever here by spinning all these arguments but he's just coming across as so idiotic like missing the point of everything that chelsea says he just looks like an absolute idiot chelsea says she really wants their relationship to be good and then adam just tells her to shut up and quit talking I thought Adam would change when the baby came, but I guess I was wrong. I just don't know if I can do this without him. This Chelsea and Adam storyline is really compelling until we get to about series three or four and it's been going on for years and years and it's been Chelsea's only storyline, and at that point it's just so frustrating and annoying. But at the beginning, I can't deny, it's very engaging to watch. Adam leaves and we get a voiceover of Chelsea saying... Since our talk, Adam shut me out completely. He won't even answer my texts anymore. She says the more she tries to reach him, the more depressed she feels, which is really sad. Randy's there and he tells Chelsea to just focus on Aubrey. Megan is in there again. I feel like Megan is such a good friend. Megan and Chelsea sit in the pink room and Megan says to Chelsea, have you ever noticed that you don't dress up anymore? Chelsea says she feels like crap all the time and when she dresses up, she doesn't feel good. and She feels like she looks humongous. Therein starts Chelsea's eating disorder, which she's never encouraged to seek help for, despite it going on and still being a problem. Now, she sits on her bed and says to Aubrey, You made me fat! Whew! Ten weeks old. I'm getting more and more depressed and my dad's tired of seeing me sulk over Adam. Randy tells Chelsea she has to move on. We hear this conversation five times a season for the next four seasons. Chelsea's crying and we get that classic shot that's always repeated on the like, previously on 16 and Pregnant, previously on Team Mum, they always have that one clip of Chelsea, much like Amber's clip of her with the pumpkin painted on her belly, which I've seen far too many times. We get this clip of Chelsea where she's sitting in like the black hoodie and she's crying and she's got the mascara dripping down her face. And she's like, I don't wanna be done with Adam. Chelsea looks great as a brunette by the way. Randy tells Chelsea she just needs to move on and enjoy her senior year. Chelsea says she hasn't been to school in three months so she made an appointment with her guidance counselor about re-enrolling. Chelsea then takes Aubrey to school and the world and his wife are more interested in Aubrey than Adam has ever been. Does Adam go to this school by the way? I don't think he does. I wanna know what the situation is like. How did they meet? Did they go to the same school? Is Adam older? I don't think Adam's one of those that is much older in a creepy way than his baby mama but yeah i think maybe he's a little bit older has he already finished school i don't know that's never touched on where does adam come from who is he where did she find him chelsea changes aubrey's nappy on the cold gym floor and then misses her appointment with her guidance counselor because she was running so late later on we hear chelsea say i realize i'm missing out a lot by having this baby but i decided not to miss out on tonight's homecoming game chelsea is going to the homecoming game i don't know what a homecoming game is i don't know what a homecoming is is it like a prom is it like a leavers assembly i genuinely We don't have anything like that over here, so I was a bit confused, but it seemed to be some sort of party celebrating senior year and celebrating the fact that, I don't know, they've finished school and that they've made it through. Chelsea is all dressed up, bless her, to go to homecoming. She's wearing stockings and suspenders and like a black netted tutu, which I thought was an interesting choice especially because it shows her friends later they're all sat around some sort of diner table and i thought maybe this was the dress code and that's why she was dressing like that but all the other girls were just in like t-shirts and jeans but chelsea asks randy do you think people are going to think i'm a bad mom because i'm going out tonight and randy says no you can't miss your homecoming which i think is totally fair enough chelsea says she feels bad about leaving Aubrey and doesn't know why adam doesn't get that feeling because he's a dickhead and you're not chelsea chelsea says that she always tells Adam that he needs to bond with Aubrey and he just replies that he has his whole life to bond with her yeah because that's going really well to date Adam your daughter's now what 11 12 and you don't see and don't talk to her Randy says Adam's too busy bonding with his car instead and Chelsea giggles and it's really cute their relationship is nice between Chelsea and Randy I think he cares about her a lot the homecoming game happens Chelsea looks like she's having a really good time and then her friends want to want her to come to the dance afterwards but Chelsea says no because she'd rather be at home with Aubrey and just goes home we then get the voice over it didn't take long for adam to hear that i'd gone out we then get a flash of adam's text on our tv screen so we can see what he's written and he says heard you went out way we to be a good mum." chelsea of course is devastated she calls adam and she's like do you say this stuff to me just to make me feel like crap and adam says why the hell would you ask me that he is the worst Adam then texts Chelsea. Okay, so I paused it here so I could write down exactly what the text says. No, I want you to feel like the most worthless, stupid, something, this is like blurred out, I'm guessing it's the F word, in the world. You better believe it's so over for the rest of our lives. You fat stretch mark, bitch. Tell me where and when to sign the papers over for that mistake. I know I've mentioned it a couple of times, but Adam is so awful. I honestly feel like there should be some sort of class on the school curriculum that teaches teenagers about unhealthy relationships and how to avoid them and what the pitfalls are. Because when I was growing up, we never had anything like that. We didn't learn about healthy relationships and what the difference is between a good one and a bad one, how to be in a relationship and how not to give over too much of yourself. All this stuff that, you know, everyone in their teenage years and early twenties, of course, does when they first get into relationships we're never taught not to do it and i don't know why and i think we should be because that would surely kind of minimize these kind of horrible abusive situations that happen to teenage girls and would help them find a way out of them chelsea calls randy crying and begs him to come home even though he's probably at work randy comes home anyway and i've just written chelsea is really lucky to have randy because i think he's a really good dad Later on, Chelsea sat on the floor in the living room and Randy comes home. Chelsea says it's finally starting to sink in, that Adam is mean. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Fireworks go off, confetti cannons, everyone celebrates, she's finally realised that he's mean. She says she didn't mind so much when he was horrible to her, but calling Aubrey a mistake and saying that he wants to sign over the papers is kind of like the last straw. Chelsea says she thinks they should take Adam's name off the birth certificate, which they do. Chelsea and Megan drive over to the place to change the name, and Chelsea actually seems really resolute and confident that she's making the right decision. However, my question is, so they go to the the place where they can take Lynde off the birth certificate and presumably put Husker instead. My question is, isn't Aubrey's name now Aubrey Sky Linda boer so she's still called Aubrey Lynn. Basically what I'm saying is they take Lind off the birth certificate, but I'm guessing that over the course of the next four or five years, she puts it back on because it's on there now and we've just had an entire like three season arc storyline of Chelsea wanting to hyphenate Aubrey's name. So yeah, they take the name off, but like I say, I'm guessing it goes back on at one point or another, which is sad. Chelsea says, I know closing this chapter with Adam will be hard, but I'm doing it for Aubrey. 12 weeks old. With Adam out of the picture, it's time to focus on moving forward. Randy and Chelsea are sat in the living room with Aubrey. Randy says he spoke to the school and that they're going to give Chelsea a break and still let her graduate as long as she doesn't miss any more classes and just gets the work done. Four years later, Chelsea is... Still not taking her GED. Randy says to Chelsea he wish you could have graduated at the same time as everyone else and she's like, okay, sorry I'm not an overachiever. And Randy says, I just want an achiever, which I thought was quite funny. Chelsea says I achieved a baby and a pretty cute one. And Randy's like, no, girl, I want you to achieve a diploma. That's pretty much the end of the episode, so then we get Chelsea's piece to camera. Before I found out I was pregnant, I didn't really have a care in the world. And then I found out I was pregnant and everything changed. First, Adam was really supportive and nice, but the reality is he's just not ready for this. And he's not ready to grow up and take responsibility. He's not ready to get a job and be a little family, which is sad because that's what I wanted. I'm working on trying to make the best decisions that are for me and Aubrey. As of right now I'm getting incompletes in all of my classes and I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to fix this, but I want to. We then get a shot away from Chelsea's piece to camera and we hear the first ever incarnation of Chelsea's baby voice as she talks to a little sleeping baby Aubrey going, What's the matter? Are you having a bad dream? We then go back to Chelsea talking to camera I'm just trying to figure out what the right thing to do is for me and my daughter. End of episode. I liked that episode. I really like early Chelsea. And yeah, she's fine now as well. She's a great mom. But yeah, she's nowhere near as fun now as she was then. And it was really nice to watch her just having fun and being with her friends and being with Randy. And the one bad point of that episode was Adam, who was, yeah, just even worse than I remembered. I think Adam not being in the show now, people, or I do anyway, sometimes forget how bad Adam was. And so we see Chelsea and Cole sort of bad-mouthing him. And I get a bit like, okay guys, come on, like we get the picture, you don't like Adam. But actually watching Adam in action, being such a horrible person, you remember now why, why Chelsea does really dislike Adam so much. And I'm so glad that she's not with him anymore thank god and cole even though he is a bit of a wet lettuce i think is really good for chelsea and seems to boost her confidence and her self-esteem and i hope they have many more babies and live happily ever after thank you so much for listening this week guys i hope you've had a wonderful week we are still in quarantine here so everyone is going slowly mad last night I wanted to go out so badly that I decided to dress up, put makeup on, do my hair, which I never do, and have a night out, but have it in. And it was quite nice. Me and Sean drank some wine, had some cheese, it was a good evening, watched some TV, not not Teen Mom or 16 and Pregnant, because he refuses to watch that with me, but we watched some other good stuff. This week, I will be just working some more and watching some more reality TV and talking about it. Hope you have a great week. I look forward to seeing you next week. Have a good one. Goodbye.